Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hi, Dan. Hi, Brendan. It's Neely P. <sighs> what do we have now? The O.J. Simpson acquittal, the Casey Anthony acquittal, and RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star Season 3 Top 2. All those juries, how do they sleep at night? I'm just, I don't know. I'm dejected. I'm confused. I'm angry. I'm angry with Rue. I'm angry with VH1. But mostly, I'm angry at Bendy LaCreme for leaving this competition and not eliminating Kennedy two weeks ago. So she didn't have a chance to give this pitiful speech that made everyone on that stupid jury keep her in the top two, because it wouldn't have happened if Ben was still here. I don't know. I'm just angry at everyone, but whatever. I'll see you guys next week for season 10. Go Blair St. Clair. Thank you. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Queen. This is episode 97.5. The way Rue's looking at me is like... Look at my daughter. That's my child up there. And that makes me really, like, really, really proud. Brendan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, the community is in, in shambles. shambles right now. <laughs> yeah. As noted by our first caller, Neely P. Queer culture is dead. <laughs> <laughs> this set back the movement. Years. 60 years, I would say. Um, Never have we ever had a reaction to the finale of a season quite like this. Yeah. I mean, 
we have Neely comparing it to notable juries of the O.J. Simpson and Casey Anthony trial. I would also lump in Celebrity Big Brother, Justice for Ross Matthews. True. Uh, he <laughs> bore witness to two really... Um, hung juries, is that what it's called? Tainted juries. Oh. <laughs> I think hung is like, they can't make the decision. You think you're a lawyer. <laughs> uh, so, before we get to the episode, there's a few things... Things going on in the drag race world. So RuPaul had like a big week. Um, yeah, off after, of like, after a crazy off week. Off of like a pretty bad week. Had a big week. Was on Ellen. And I only wanted to mention this because... Have you ever... Have you watched Ellen recently? And like when she does um, different games or whatever? Okay. It's literally... She's torturing like hets. Like the hets so in the audience? this game that they played. Let me set it up for you. Okay. They did a... Lip sync for your wife. <laughs> lip sync for your wife. Mm. So it was like these two men who had to lip sync, and their wives were suspended in the air above like a mat. And if the person lost the lip sync, then the wife would be dropped. Like painfully? No, but it, like it's oh. very. It was mm. very fast and very scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just love the visual of um um. RuPaul and Ellen just like torturing these heads. It's the future that liberals want. Mm. Um, let's get there soon. Also, I feel like Ellen also kind of tortures some of her guests as well because she doesn't really like doing her job anymore. I think. <laughs> Stop it. Isn't she likes scaring true? people. Wasn't there like an interview she did with Jessica Simpson where she seemed like very fed up? Maybe I'm just dreaming this. I, I don't know. Uh, but Rue also got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Um, presented by Jane Fonda. And Rue's going to be on Grace and Frankie, so that's the tie-in. Oh, um, But I just liked, there's photos of them standing next to each other, and Rue's wearing like a bold plaid, and yeah. Jane is in like a leopard print, and they look good together. Uh, what's interesting is RuPaul's husband, George, <laughs> popped up, which he rarely does. Oh, really? I didn't see him. Yeah, there were some pictures of them. Together, and I believe if memory serves right, although I'm making a mess all over the place this episode so far, he was also wearing a, a plaid suit. Cute. I saw him in IRL once. How would you even know it was him? Because I was standing like right in front of the bodega in my corner, and mm-hmm. RuPaul walked by with oh. a man oh, who I man. assumed was a tall man. He's like taller yeah. than RuPaul. Yeah. Yeah. So good for Ru or good whatever. Um, at least making up for. <laughs> Weeks past. Yeah. Let's talk about Drag Race. Okay. We're, we got our final four. Where'd you watch? In the comfort of my own home. Uh-huh. I watched also in the comfort of my own home called Vodka Soda Bottoms Up. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> really? I've, I still have not been there to this day. I think I aged, aged out. It's, it is... I don't know. It was a nice experience. My only qualm is that they served their drinks in like little plastic cups. Mm. Um, but Jamie and I got doubles, so we got big plastic cups. Oh my cups. god, you guys are professionals. Well, like it when you're watching in a bar, like you don't want to have to constantly be going back to the yeah. bar. To Especially order. while you're taking in a show. Yeah, so it was a great experience. Cool. Um, from the get-go, we were picking up from Morgan getting eliminated, and that was the consensus with Trixie. Yeah. Pretty much the only thing that made sense this whole episode. <laughs> yeah, like, who, who cares? Um, and then we didn't get Nancy Pelosi this episode, unfortunately. No. But we get introduced to what will be the Maxi Challenge, which is similar to what they've done in years past, recent years past, and, like, do a big production number. Except uh, this time it was, like, 
Grease live-ish. Yeah. Which I would like to go back to where we came from. Same. There's something about, like, when they do these numbers and it's on the, like, familiar stage and they have to do it within the confines of that stage that, like, makes it rewatchable. Yeah. Like, we watch Read You, Wrote You in a category is, like, every week. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to be going to Kitty Girl Remix every week. It's a little chaotic. <laughs> uh, and I feel like the girls don't really get their moment because there's so much going on around them. Also, like, we didn't get a moment with each girl to, like, figure out who was struggling except for, like, a little bit about BB because the episode was so short and they packed so much shit into it. Yeah. We also don't even know how they landed on these outfits. They just appeared in the outfit for the music video and was out the outfit right after. Right. For the runway. And Trixie, I think, looked the best she's ever looked. Trixie should have used that outfit as for the finale. Yeah. But, like, no, I don't agree. I don't think that what she chose was good either. Like, thinking about, like, Alaska's All-Stars 2 coronation look, like, that's the route you need to go. Mm. Classic, but also, like, a little, like, twisted. Okay. Uh, it was fun that they put the queens that were kicked out in the background of the video. Uh-huh. But that was pretty much all that was fun about having those girls back. Because it took a turn with them. Okay, so in theory, I enjoy... A twist. I like a jury. I like that there's something new. But I know that a lot of people aren't. A lot of people want it to be like the traditional drag race trajectory. But as we've seen in the past couple seasons, they're switching that up a little bit. Um, I think the twist season nine worked a lot better than this twist. Yeah. The Online, most of the girls have been quiet about what happened. Aja has been interacting with the fans and saying how watching the whole thing, she would have probably done it differently. Oh, like voted for someone? Yeah. Alice voted for Shangela instead of... Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you want to go into the breakdown of the votes? Or well, yeah. Have... So let's get to... Well, let's do first the interviews mm-hmm. before the votes. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of liked Thorgy for a while. She led the conversation. A facilitator. Yeah. Yeah, and as we, spoiler alert, she's the only one who made the right choice in yeah. her votes. Um, Love Daja's look. Aja just is becoming more and more of like a fan favorite, queen for the people, the looks are right. Aja had the best look out of everyone, kicked off people, and <clears throat> finalists included. Yeah, like, switch those horns for a crown. Interestingly enough, she mentioned that that was going to be her Red for Filth look. Oh, that the one episode we didn't see a look from her, right? Yeah. Cute. Um, what did you think? Was that going to be Ben's Red for Filth look, too? Was Ben on the Red? No. Ben was not on the Red for Filth. So that was probably going to be her Red for Filth. Probably. That Muppet-inspired look. I liked it. Okay, so at the beginning of this season, I think I made my feelings about Ben clear. Mm-hmm. I'm completely turned a corner. Love Ben. How, wh- what corner do you turn? Because 
she said nothing this episode. She was very shy. I just liked like seeing her there. Just making like faces. Yeah. Like unsinkable Molly Brown look. Okay, it was I don't know beautiful. What that means. Yeah. Maybe I like I like to see her but not hear her. Um, yeah. <laughs> the only thing she ended up saying was about statistics, which is all she was saying for most of the season. And like justice for Timothée Chalamet's statistics video. Yeah. <laughs> that should be the lip sync song for season 10. Uh Milk, I couldn't really wrap my head around what was going on there. It was a little Mimi on first finale or reunion look or whatever. Remember the time she had like the exposed like a baby uterus or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. Milk does that thing with the eyelashes a lot. Like that's a go-to look for her, I think. What is is it mean something? I don't know. <laughs> okay. I think she probably like thinks it means something because like she's like oh, Okay. pretends to be an artist. Yeah. Uh Morgan kind of looked like Raven a little bit with that interview look. Well, I mean, they're like sisters. Yeah. I'm trying to think. What's oh, uh, the the moment in the in the questioning process that did make me choked up was Chi Chi saying how proud of Kennedy she was. Yeah, that was emotional. I like that sisterhood. I like Kennedy. I like Chi Chi. Yeah, I like can't fault Chi Chi for the way she voted voted and decided let's talk about the votes yeah so the breakdown here is and they didn't even post this i mean this wasn't even part of the show they posted it online later yeah like i'm glad they're moving to hour and a half episodes in season 10 because there's just too much to do yeah maybe we could know what's going on in the show yeah during an hour and a half so aja voted so the the breakdown was like the first lipstick that they chose got two points and the second one got one point yeah that would have been nice to know during the yeah (laughs) so aja voted first for kennedy and then for trixie ben voted first for kennedy and then for trixie chi chi voted first for kennedy and then for trixie Milk voted for Trixie and then Kennedy. Morgan voted for BB and then uh, Kennedy. And then Thorgy, I got this wrong, voted for Trixie and then Shangela. Yeah. So Kennedy must have like, there must have been more to what she said or something during that speech because she really pulled at the heartstrings of everyone. I think there's also got to be something going on with Shangela's relationships with these girls. You think Shangela's like done them badly? I don't I don't know necessarily that. I just think there's gotta be more to it. So basically the way this was like sort of set up and the way they were talking about it, it was like two camps of thought. So like there were the queens who have established themselves and made something of themselves outside of the show, and that seemed to include Trixie and Shangela. And then like there were the queens who like needed this for their careers, and that was Kennedy and BB. So but the, the whole need of this argument doesn't make sense because it's not like we have more episodes to come that you get to stick around for and like do things like this is the end. Well, like, do they mean like strictly the money? Oh, that's interesting. Like, do Kennedy and BB need like the hundred thousand dollars? Well, BB only got like twenty five twenty five thousand. Then, yeah. And I heard that like she does. Before the show started, I heard, like, she wasn't doing drag for a while. Interesting. She also has, I believe, on Kickstarter, something a to raise money for her documentary. Mm-hmm. 
So she does need the money, it sounds like. I feel like if we're talking about like post-drag race like content, a documentary probably isn't the direction to go. Yeah. Like give us a music video, give us a a, a t-shirt. Does I, t-shirt does t-shirt count as content? Oh yeah, I would say so. <laughs> I wore my Asha shirt last night in sol- solidarity. <laughs> that wasn't really the answer to the question, but yeah. Um but I think maybe we should play Connor's call right now because this gets into like the thoughts that I'm talking about, like Shangela as somebody who's established herself. Sure. Let's take a listen to Connor on this St. Patrick's Day. Hi, guys. It's Connor. I just want to very quickly ask and kind of put something to you that has been bugging me about Shangela kind of not getting acknowledged. Obviously, I'm annoyed she didn't win. What a shame. And also, I feel like they're not really giving her credit for being on multiple TV shows like Two Broke Girls, Community, The X-Files, Glee. She's been on a bunch of other things that I can't remember off the top of my head. That she was doing stand-up comedy on the show in drag kind of before Bianca got really famous for doing that outside of working in New York and all that kind of thing. Willem literally said the reason he did Drag Race Season 4 was he went for a pilot. I think it was that NBC pilot about a bunch of gay hairdressers or something that didn't get picked up that he went on Drag Race because the pilot wasn't given to him because they said we went with Shangela because she's a name because of Drag Race. And he went, oh, I have to go on Drag Race now and go into that realm. And I know that Alaska and Trixie have done amazing things with the show after the fact, but I'm like, Shangela was really one of the first Rue girls to tour the world, put out those big music videos and land on tons of TV shows. And she left her season very early. And I just feel like they've not really acknowledged that all season. Even Trixie sort of acted like she invented the wheel of doing stuff after Drag Race. And I'm just like, it's bugging me. I mean, Shanja literally runs her own talent agency and books like gigs for Alyssa and Laganja and other people. So I don't know. Am I crazy thinking this? I feel like it's not come up enough. Like, I feel like of the Rue girls, Shanja has really set a template and that should be acknowledged. So I'd appreciate your thoughts. And also, oh my God, happy St. Patrick's Day. Okay, come through, Queens. Thank you, Connor. Um, I feel like they gave promo to all those shows he mentioned at the top of All Stars Three. Like I saw, I feel like I saw a screenshot from Let's Have a Kiki, um, Turkey Lurkey Time from Glee. Also, the other thing. Listen, I'm so pro Shangela, and I wanted her to win, but the bringing up these like two second cameos on these shows, I don't think is that impressive. <laughs> Well, it's very Willem season four when yeah. Willem would like drop Boston Public or whatever every time he could. Yeah, as if like Boston Public was the greatest show of our generation. However, <laughs> uh, the greatest upcoming movie of our generation, I just learned. Aside from Love, Simon, which we're seeing in which, theaters yes. tomorrow. Shangela's going to be in A Star is Born alongside Come Through Queen favorite Stephanie Germanata. Call me by your Joanne is what <laughs> one honey mustard girl just said. Uh, so I feel like that's Shangela's chance to take it to the runway, silver runway. screen, the runway, possibly EGOT. Yeah. We don't know what's going to happen. It could be a like, supporting role. Hello? Uh, so let's, let's continue. Let's take it to the runway. Talk about the runway looks. Okay. I thought Shangela's was the best. Agreed. Best she's ever looked. First of all, I liked the setup. I like the jury to the side. I love them just sitting oh, there. Yeah. yeah. Um, Shangela was the best in like a classic ball gown look. 
Um, but the makeup and the hair were on point. Yeah. BB was an interesting choice <laughs> for the assignment. I think it was an interesting concept, but like, if you really looked at that, I think I liked it better when I was like Drunk. four vodka sodas in on Thursday than when I revisited mm. Friday night. I was like, oh wow, that's just like some like mask you buy at a party city, oh. and like you can see the strap um. that the mask is like connected to her head by. Okay. So good try. Um good try. Not all there. Trixie looked great. I loved her description the description of it sold me on it. Saying it's the twenty fifth anniversary edition, Christmas edition of the Trixie Mattel doll. Oh yeah, I could see her rolling up to a Christmas party like that. But no, but not like a Christmas like No, I know. I know I know what you mean a Barbie, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I could see her mm. like yeah, it's okay. sort of Christmassy. Um, and... Kennedy's... I kind of agreed with Trixie that I liked the original rainbow look more than this one. The hairline? The hair looked a little crazy to me. Yeah. I... But it was fine. Yeah. I mean, she was trying to, like, do a callback. So that's interesting, I guess. I like when they try to do a callback. They had a whole thing about it this season. Yeah. But this one was just like, mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, should we talk about the reveal of the top two? Did you like the head juror, Morgan McMichaels? Yes. The, How did the she foreman, get that job? The jury foreman. How'd she get that job? Perhaps as the first, as the most, mm, no. Senior? No, not, oh yeah, the most senior on the jury, yeah. Because <laughs> I was going to say BB, but BB was still right. in the top four. Um, I also think it's interesting how ultimately the final runway look and the music video all had nothing to do with getting them to the next stage of the lip sync. What do you mean? Like, at what point are they actually judged on the look or the music video? They're not. Exactly. Doesn't, nothing matters here I know, anymore. I know, nothing matters. <laughs> um, so we get the reveal that the top two are Trixie and Kennedy. And I think that's where everyone in the world's head heads exploded. Yeah. Um, and now that I think of it, it makes sense that they didn't show the lipsticks because they wanted the reveal. Yeah, but they could have done some, uh, like, housewife style flashback, flash forward. Sure. Um, and then we have a lip sync, which... So we get another outfit change. Yeah. Which I think, for both girls... Is the worst look of the night. Mm-hmm. Like, of the things they wore that night. Kennedy kind of looks like she's wearing the same thing she wore during the green light lip sync. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, that makes sense because she lip syncs in what she feels comfortable in. Um, Apparently no shoes as well. Yeah. But at least neither of them were wearing shoes. Trixie wasn't? I couldn't tell. I don't think she was. And it's like, at least Kennedy was doing something. Yeah. Uh... Trixie had a gag where she was pulling hair out. Yeah. Which, like... It's kind of like removing a wig without a wig underneath. Sort of. Except not getting all the way there. I think she was, like, trying to harken back to, like, other references, like... But it just wasn't there for me. Well, the song choice of Miley Cyrus, Wrecking Ball, I can't wrap my head around either. Well, Miley's a friend to the show. That show, not this show. Hasn't been on the show. <laughs> on the show, though. She has. 
She was in the audience for the season seven finale. Oh yeah, she was. Yeah, yeah. but not Scholar as, like, over a, here. Yeah, but I'm not casual a, surface fan over there. <laughs> not as a guest judge, which I think is more important. Um, let's talk about the winner. Can I talk more about the lip sync first? Yeah, I think it was uh, interesting that Kennedy Kennedy's lip sync was very in the background. People were comparing it to Little Kenya Michaels. Yeah. Um, which I see, but also, like, Kennedy, to me, at least pulls focus more than Little Kenya Michaels did. Yeah. Um, and I think Kennedy won the lip sync. I felt like it was a double elimination. <laughs> <laughs> and then Aja should have been given the crown. Yeah, yeah, I could get behind that. But, like, people... Okay, so here's my entire thing. I don't mind you s- switching up the rules as long as, like, once you switch up the rules, play by those rules. Mm-hmm. So, like, a good example is season nine. They switched up the rules. And because of that rule switch up, Shay didn't win and Sasha did because she performed best in the challenge that was given to her. Um, in this, they switched up the rules... But then they still awarded the person who, like, is just like, can we get a round of applause for fan favorite? <laughs> yeah, round of applause for fan favorite. The thing about switching up the rules, though, is with season nine, switching up the rules would not affect their plan. Like, they knew they were going to have to lip sync to those songs because they prepared for those songs. Mm-hmm. For this, they're switching up the rules in a way that you can't even prepare for like if you hadn't known that this was going to be rupaul's best friend race you would have done it differently from the get-go right yeah yeah i get what you mean so like them switching up the rules this time it relies on like a bunch of other people who were already kicked off instead of like your own personal talent yeah i get that um totally but i also stand by like kennedy won that lip sync trixie is a flop um, I don't mind Trixie winning, though. Do you mind Trixie winning? I feel like in a month, everyone's going to look back on it and be like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Because Trixie is still, like, the most ever-present, one of the most ever-present drag race queens and has had, like, this, like, really visible success outside of the show. So I don't mind her winning. Um, but I still think Asha should have won. Yeah. At the end of the day. <laughs> Based on, like, not even winning a challenge. <laughs> no, she... No, but if you think about, like, what what is an actual win in this show? And, like, a win in this show is using this brand to leverage yourself to become a bigger star that more people are obsessed with. So Aja, to me, is yeah. actually, like, the clearest winner here. Oh, for sure. It's kind of like Alyssa Edwards. Like, Alyssa doesn't need to win. She's already noted before many of the actual winners. Right. And, like, Tatiana is a perfect example. She came back and she... She used the platform to make her brand bigger, become round of applause for fan favorite. And yeah. Uh, We do have one last call that we'll get to. Yeah. So let's take a listen. Hi, guys. This is Jessica just calling to talk about the season finale of RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars 3. I'm shooken. I'm shakus. I'm shooken. I just am really disappointed for Shangela. I feel like she 
shows up and she works hard every time. But I understand that Kennedy would have benefited the most, but it didn't even matter. Guys, I need some therapy today. (laughs) Love the podcast. Bye. Looking forward to your recap. Thank you, Jessica. Thanks, Jess. Hopefully this was a form of therapy helping you process your emotions over all of this. I think you should also go to therapy if that's like your thing. (laughs) It's like a necessary thing. I think everyone should go to therapy (laughs) if they can. (laughs) Okay. Uh, But I think, you know, Shangela's going to be okay. She's still in the top tier of Drag Race talent. Oh, yeah. Like, even even before this, despite the fact she placed in sixth place on season three, in my heart, she was always, like, of all time, like, in top ten. That's wild that she placed so low. Like, she placed lower than Stacy, right? No. Yeah, I think she might have. I could be wrong. Mm. So, yeah. So, is there anything else to say about the episode before we get to the freak of the week and the one true queen? Um... I think that I have this like conspiracy theory. Oh, that they wouldn't let Shay Kulai wear a long wig. <laughs> yeah, that. Oh, I was totally wrong about um, Stacy Lane Matthews. By okay. the way, I just looked it up. Stacy got eighth place, and Shangela got sixth place. Why yeah. did it seem like it was like all about Stacy and Shangela that season? That's they, weird. They were the two queens. Um. I have a theory that they purposely made All-Stars 3 bad so that fans would stop asking for All-Stars. Because now all we want is to get to Season 10. Yeah. Like, get some new blood in there. I am excited about Season 10. I now see why they rushed it along to, like, make us forget about All-Stars 3. Mm-hmm. But, man, I could use a minute break. No, I no. always want more content. <laughs> it's like when you want New York Housewives year-round. I know. I can't wait for, like, two hours next Thursday oh, just man. to be watching Drag Race. So, our Freak of the Week this week are the All-Stars 3 producers. You did us dirty. What were you thinking? I mean, honestly, <laughs> I think they did us dirty, but, like, it was still more interesting to watch than half the shit we talk about on, like, our other episodes. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting just because it threw a big curveball into all this. But uh, give me Drag Race at its worst before you give me, like, even Beverly Hills at its, like, almost mm, best these days. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then the queen. Obvious. Obvious. Aja Hello, it's Aja. <laughs> I mean, like. All- Hello, it's Aja. <laughs> All Stars AO Sis. All Stars 3, at the end of the day, like 10 years from now, when we're thinking about All Stars 3, we're going to be thinking about Aja. Not she really about the twist. came into our hearts. I think a perfect example is um, one of our friends, a honey mustard girl, like who probably like didn't even have Aja on her radar until All Stars three started. And now she's obsessed, obsessed, like on multiple levels. Like wants to be her, wants to be with her. Yeah, wants all her merch. <laughs> wants wants her merch. It's beautiful. Yeah. So, kudos to Aja. 
Yeah. For turning out the season. So that's it this week. Um, but we do want to hear from you after season 10 uh, premieres. Why don't you call us at 717-47-FREAK? We might play your call at the top of the, as a cold open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you could subscribe on iTunes or Google Play and leave a review while you're there. You could follow... The podcast on Twitter or Facebook at Come Through Queen. Go to the Come Through Queen group um, and join the conversation. Yes. Um, follow Dan at IDK IDK. Tweet a mean things. Follow me at Not Brendan. Tweet me nice things. Yeah. And <laughs> like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet. Love us, love us. Please retweet. See you next week. Bye. <laughs> oh my God. Brendan. <laughs> <laughs>